0: Hi everyone, welcome to Shortcomings, a Sex in the City podcast where we dive into every episode of Sex in the City, the two movies, and of course, and just like that, I am your host, Samantha Bush, and I'm here with Chris Lewis. Hi.
1: Hi, how are you?
0: I'm good. I have a huge Coke next to me, and I'm r- flying high.
1: That's true. We're recording a little later. I've got a nice gla- cold glass of Sauvignon Blanc going. I'm ready to go.
0: Yeah, I this thing like i'm a coke girl like i love it oh you know, it's
1: not even fountain gross and it's a big ass can
0: i know i love it can it goes fountain like can, can bottle wild <laughs> riveting conversation
1: riveting conversation yeah <laughs> right off the top um <laughs> here are our preferences on coke <laughs> i'm fountain or i'm fountain or bust
0: So, Chris, what have you been up to lately? What have you been doing?
1: I mean, nothing, but also everything. I feel like for the last several weeks, I've just been going, going, going. Mm -hmm. And finally, this past weekend, I shut the fuck off. Like, no one can find me. I don't think I did anything. Not sure I left the house on Saturday or Sunday. It's also one million degrees out. Mm-hmm. You guys won't hear this episode for two weeks. And fingers crossed, like, the weather's <laughs> broken. But I think it's only going to get hotter. And also, I still won't have had my monkeypox vaccine.
0: Yeah, it's... We're fighting for our so, lives.
1: Yeah. Summer 2022 is hell.
0: And I saw a tweet today and it was like, guys, just remember, this is the coldest summer we're ever going to get from now I on. did
1: see that. And it's just like, yeah, just be thankful. This is the best it's ever going to be again. Yeah. <sighs> summer 2023 is going to be awful with the exception of the fact that i think in just like that is coming back in summer 2023
0: which is amazing
1: amazing i can't wait to start seeing those set photos again but over the weekend i took myself back and watched (laughs) i didn't watch all of in just like that i only made it through eight of the ten or were there That's
0: that's a big chunk
1: were there eight or ten episodes
0: i'm gonna say there were ten
1: if there were ten, I watched eight of them. If there were, if there were eight. eight I watched you watched six. six. <laughs> okay. All I know is I didn't get my eyes on those last two. I was hoping to get to them today, but I thought it was more important. I watch what we were discussing today than finishing just like that. And I have to tell you, it went down good.
0: <laughs> Any new thoughts? Like what?
1: Um, what it's a were perfect television show. I don't understand what our complaints were at the time. I don't know. Uh I beg everyone to go back and get your eyes on it because it is flawless. batshit insane, wonderful, amazing. Each scene (laughs) is better than the last things don't make any sense. And yet they make all the sense. Hmm. The jokes are funnier than you remember side characters are going to come and go. They sure do.
0: (laughs) They sure do. Storylines get dropped.
1: I completely forgot about Carrie's downstairs neighbor in that inexplicable apartment that did not make any sense and was never in that building before. The
0: jewelry designer?
1: (laughs) And then we see her boyfriend's dick. (gasps) I forgot. He's hot. He's He's so hot. He's so hot. Get him on something. Let's get this going.
0: Now, and just like that, I do remember we were maybe the only two people that genuinely loved it.
2: I, I do don't think, think I that's had
0: some. True. Chris, we had some. I mean, you thought when people talked about Che Diaz, they were being serious.
1: I stand by you the were, fact that you Che were Diaz. Going... And by the way, rewatching it, Che Diaz is the most misunderstood character, oh, perhaps wow. of the last. Not since the wife on Breaking Bad, and I never watched that show, but I understand the wife to be a misunderstood character. Okay maybe like a
0: candace
1: dillard who
0: candace bassett candace dillard bassett
1: oh she's a little misunderstood a a real person
0: yes she's okay. a little
1: misunderstood i was like who the fuck is candace
0: yeah uh candy well, gal 09 hashtag we flipped them. the senate
1: i don't see a lot of characters on tv named candace we don't No. and maybe we need to see more but what i will say about the is and I don't know that I ever made this point while we were watching, um, watching the show originally and recapping it. Che D has, is meant to be annoying. It is strange to me that we now approach all television as if we're meant to love every character. I don't think they were writing that character like you guys, this, we're going to blow your fucking socks off with this one. I think they were like, this is a narcissistic comedian who says weird shit, who gets on elevators and is like, oof, I'm really tired from my podcast, got to smoke up. That's the introduction of Che Diaz.
0: Chris, could you imagine if we worked in a podcast studio together and after, like, we went in the elevator and you were like, oh.
1: If someone ever was like, like, are you okay? from podcasts And I'd be like Can you chill
0: I mean granted I have done podcasts Like back to back to back Like or I've done I think four Back to back
1: Well when we did Two in and a it, row once I was like a hot Sweaty mess after You would have thought Oh I'd my god damn.
0: So like I get it But like also uh, You don't need to Hot box the elevator Che But I I, I do that. have my criticisms of angels like that, of course, but I don't think it's as
1: bad as people. Make but it I think if you I, I'm going to ask you, go back and get your eyes on it, because I think I criticized it. And honestly, rewatching it, it just I, I think it just goes down smoother. Also, all in a bunch. Yes. Like I did watch six of them in a row. And the only reason I stopped is because I oh, I did. I had to go to a friend's birthday party. So I did so leave. The house. Did leave the house. But it was, by the way, just like one block away. Yeah, and I think I only stayed for forty five minutes and then politely exited.
0: Yeah, like, got to get back to I try. stood up
1: and said, "I have to leave," and then walked out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: I just think it's ooh, it, ooh, it was so good. The Charlotte stuff worked. Everything just worked better for me knowing what was coming. I felt oh. like I could see the integration of the women in a better way, and mm-hmm. also because I wasn't watching it at five thirty a.m. That also <laughs> might have helped.
0: Yeah, you weren't watching it with, like, a critical eye. And you also were with, like, enjoying. a pen and
1: paper, like, wait, we're – scroll back.
0: <laughs> yeah, I – listen, I was thinking about it this episode, actually, when I was watching it, because we talked about it a little bit last week, how people, when the Unjust Like That series came out, were like, oh, the old show was so, like
1: – Easy, breezy easy. cover girl.
0: Yeah, and I'm like, it's cringy. It's cringy. It's cheesy. I felt
1: nothing, and then just like that, as bad as uh, no ifs, ands, and buts. Oh,
0: no ifs, ands, and buts. Keep it real.
1: Keep it real, motherfucker. Keep it real. <laughs> Can we also say for a second? I just want to talk about the three new the well the three new women, and I've already given my um you know anthem to Che Diaz, which will be the like name of my autobiography. Yeah. LTW is the finest character ever written. Okay. Shout out to Matt Rogers from Lost Culturistas who said every scene with Charlotte and LTW is like two Muppets talking. He's not wrong. Mm-hmm. But it's also wonderful. I brought you a coffee. I was
0: going to say, I love that part.
1: It's so fun. Dr. Naya Wallace is everything to me. Karen Pittman is so dropped into that performance. And if you aren't charmed by what Sarita is doing as Seema Patel. Oh. You can get the fuck out.
0: Get the fuck out.
1: I screamed when she (laughs) said, and just like that, three months later, I was in heels. I was like, there's nothing in the original show as good as that.
0: No. No?
1: I applaud. It was like the fucking Avengers. I was like, this is amazing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's like,
1: this is to me. Chris, I've never
0: seen you like this. When
1: she put those heels back on at the end of whatever fucked up episode that was tragically hip or whatever the fuck i felt the way people must have felt when those like superheroes came through those spiral circles at the end of that movie the
0: spiral circle you know at
1: the end of that superhero movie whatever avengers Mm -hmm. they all pop out and then fight um josh brolin's son or james brolin josh brolin (laughs)
0: no i i don't really i don't really know a lot about marvel
1: And look, I don't know much, given... (laughs) You seem to know quite a bit. Uh, Well, I can't land on, like, names of the movies or what Mm -hmm. the the characters... There's so many. But they all pop up. But The few people who are Shortcomings fans and Marvel fans Mm -hmm. will know what I'm talking about. They all pop out of little circles and then fight Josh Brolin and save the universe and bring everyone back from dust. That... Is how I felt watching Carrie get back in heels and like for like one second. Wow. I'm just That's saying, watching just like that. It's um, it's better than you think it is, and I didn't even get to the last two episodes, which are the two we really liked.
0: I I should watch it again.
1: I it's should. The Che finger Miranda in that kitchen, and then Carrie pissed wow. the bed. Now I will say I did post it, uh, just a still of Carrie oh. and Miranda. I'm sorry miranda and che in that kitchen and the amount of people who screamed at me including a dear friend amanda you needed to put a trigger warning on this we <laughs> don't want to see it i was like well you know what you get what you get and you don't get upset on
0: was it. it the covering of the mouth scene
1: like no that i don't think he had, i don't think che had covered miranda's mouth quite yet it was just like they were getting going they were yeah when,
0: Dry. Then carrie
1: looks at that snapple bottle it's a horror and film.
0: I, re- I remember when I was watching that scene for the first time and she looked at that Snapple bottle and I said, No, that's not what we're going to do. And that's. When she what-
1: spills the piss everywhere. Did- and then, not two seconds later, Cynthia Nixon's giving one of the most beautiful performances and <gasps> monologues about how she has to get out of her marriage and she hasn't been happy for years. When Steve and Miranda are in the kitchen and he can't finger her. Oh my God. My eyes. Bugged out.
0: <laughs> my heart just is racing. I'm starting to sweat. That was
1: just remember so... what we saw. It was so good. I know.
0: Okay. It, you know, I i think it's got to be taken down in
1: one. I had forgotten Susan Sharon showed up.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. Dorinda.
1: <laughs> I screamed when I saw her. I was like, God damn it. If we're not right back to where we are, Heard I that little mean, Bob. I think much like I watched the cheating arc. Once a year. Mm. I think I'm going to drop in just like that season one once a year. It goes down easy.
0: We're in, we're in for a treat season and two. Honestly, I I'd
1: rather sign. just talk about it just like that than go into this episode.
0: Well, let's get into it.
1: I'm so excited to see her kiss Franklin on that elevator when I finally finish those last two episodes.
0: Oh, Franklin is so hot.
1: I know, but I'm sad he's joining us for season two.
0: Um,
1: I just feel like okay. we need to keep our eyes on new men.
0: I think she will. I, I hope she doesn't just jump right back into her
1: relationship. Oh, my God. Do you know who I had blacked out and was uh, not happy to see again? Uh, Peter. Peter. I had completely <laughs> dropped him from my memory. He, uh, I've never been so shocked.
0: He, the way that I've never seen you hate someone, the way well, that you listen to
1: the last few episodes of Short Comedies, because um, Steve Brady. And he's going to get another monologue today.
0: Oh, I already. Oh, I have
1: notes for Stevie. Oh, boy.
0: Um, Little Steve-O. Yeah. Uh, What's an (laughs) STD? No, I knew. I knew the voice was coming, Chris. I can't watch this show anymore and watch Steve without hearing your voice. So, like, whenever Steve says something, I'm like, Chris is going to say something about this but
1: he's so upsetting but I just really, uh, really I hated the totally professor. dropped Peter out of my mind
0: when they and, vomit on the street
1: and I just rewatched um a lot of scandal and I'd forgotten Peter was in that and so when he popped up on that I was like why is that guy so familiar to me but I never really landed I was like well I must remember him from the first time I watched scandal mm-hmm. no I remembered him from and just like that and um I will say he was um quite sexy on scandal until he became quite villainous and then olivia beat him over the head with a chair until he died um spoilers for scandal (laughs) my beloved (laughs) scandy all right should we get into this episode
0: yes yes yes
1: all right so this is season three episode six i mean we've said it a million times a million times best episode title though are we sluts Mm -hmm. the original title of this podcast (laughs) and maybe we should have talked to her dad about that like would they be into a rebranding (laughs) <laughs> Short co- shortcomings colon are we sluts yeah I guess that's the title of this episode it so sure we finally is. got
0: what we wanted. we got what we wanted
1: do you think when we put it up on Apple or wherever the fuck these podcasts go we have to like put out sluts like is that a bad remember when we did the episode the fuck buddy we had to like put a little asterisk
0: no is sluts, sluts is a- fine
1: okay sluts is fine
0: sluts, sluts is they give it a pass okay fuck Good is enough. where they draw the line and asshole I think
1: A lot of, yeah, you know, don't say anything bad on Instagram or you're going to get, they're going to come for you. Yeah. Let's get into it with a little episode synopsis. Carrie worries she has abandoned romance for sex. Samantha's building turns against her. Miranda (laughs) is forced to revisit her sexual past. And Charlotte is a fucking bitch, a fucking whore. Chris, Guys.
0: This episode.
1: This episode is crazy.
0: It has no center.
1: Well, I wouldn't say that. I do feel that this is one of those episodes kind of like, um, and I hate like single people, don't they? Where it's like almost talking to the audience or criticism of the show like that one was about like, oh, these single people, we shouldn't be glorifying being single. Yeah. And this one feels like maybe there was a lot of articles in fucking Time Magazine about how Sex the City was turning everyone slutty and just a disaster. <laughs> And they yeah. felt like, ooh, we're going to make an episode where the women have to confront their own, like, that they've embraced their sexuality. And now they're going to have to confront what that means. Mm-hmm. And my question is is do we need an episode of Sex in the City that is kind of slut shaming?
0: It's a very strange episode. Because I don't think we need it. I found myself disagreeing with certain people agreeing with other people thinking certain things are really weird So, um, like
1: every episode of the city yeah <laughs> i agreed with some people disagreed with others i Just, thought some of it was kind of strange and i laughed a few times it's <laughs> so like yeah sweetie that's the show
0: that's that's the show <laughs> okay at the well, end of the day yeah so let's get into the monologue i knew what was bothering miranda it was the same thought that was
2: bothering me ever since the guy I'd been seen for 10 days asked me to slow down. If you're a 30-something woman living in Manhattan and you refuse to settle and you're sexually active, it's inevitable that you'll rack up a certain number of partners. But how many men is too many men?
0: Are we simply romantically challenged or are we sluts?
1: Are we sluts? Yes. I mean... I don't I'm not. So what saying, is a
0: slut? I don't well, think do a you slut mean, is well, bad. Are you
1: answering for them or us? Or both? I think both. <laughs> I mean, i definitely had
0: a fa- I've definitely had phases.
1: I was looking forward to having a ho h e u a x summer and then monkeypox hit and the fucking government won't figure out how to vaccinate me and now I'm terrified of any person touching me.
0: I know. And now, I mean, not How to be How am I going to but...
1: get back to Detroit and fuck Jonathan with who you know has monkeypox? <laughs> he has. He's got a lot. He's got he's something. He's a lot
0: of things. He's got a lot going
1: on. He's got something going um,
0: on. Jonathan is I don't a character think... on this podcast. <laughs> I don't think slut is like a bad thing. Like, I just that's
1: good i have always viewed it as like i'm fine with that like
0: yeah like... i
1: view it as more of a descriptor than yes like an insult but i yeah. also know that i am like a man so that that word is is very rarely used as a derogatory term yeah. towards me and so i totally get like why a woman would not want to be branded with that slut. word yeah and but I'm like, you know, do we love, like, promiscuous and all the other, like, sexually active? You know, one of my favorite, is it Lady Bird or is it, no, I think it's Juno, where the character says, what does that even mean, sexually active? Like, I wasn't inactive before. Like, it is a kind yeah. of strange term, like, adventure. Yeah,
0: it's like, one of those things where it's we like, slept. Yeah, slept. I can call myself a slut, but I would be, like, really upset if, like, a man called me a slut. Or like anybody, I'd be like, "Excuse me."
1: All right, that's good to know at the top of this episode before we go on.
0: Why, just Justin? So
1: you know I won't be calling you that.
0: You can call me that. I'm saying like I don't want strangers calling me that. I don't want. Well, like...
1: of course not. Let's be clear. I don't want a stranger just. No, no. If a stranger saw me on the street and just screamed "slut," honestly, I'd be like, salute you, my friend.
0: Yeah. Okay, I'm giving cool. some
1: I'm giving off a different energy. Usually people just see me and they're like prude, never been fucked, too <laughs> uptight.
0: Yeah, I don't give off a lot of sexual energy.
1: No, I I I don't think I do. I think you do. This is shocking. I don't think anyone would agree. I think most people see me and they're like yeah, that, do you know what word does come up? bitch that's like that that's a big energy i'm giving off bitch yeah. asshole mean
0: i mean yeah i read the podcast reviews
1: well at least i feel like they know me i feel like you know the people yeah. who are usually giving off i'm just like walking down the street and that's what they say yeah <laughs> all right but let's get into charlotte She's dating Alexander Limley. What'd you think of him? Just aesthetically.
0: Aesthetically, he's fine. Like, he's a good looking guy, not really well He's an investment banker. Yeah, so he's got money. He's a
1: money man. But he does have a bad habit when he orgasms. You
0: fucking bitch,
2: you fucking whore.
1: Guys, a uh, uh, production update. We can now hear that clip in studio, yeah.
0: which we've never done. So bear, bear with
1: it's, it's a new it's update. me. It's because we were reacting to it.
0: Yeah, it was a shock. um Is
1: this a deal breaker, lady? Yes. Yes. Not for me.
0: This Go on, is explain yourself, Chris.
1: Christopher. Oh, I'll, I'll pull up my I'll pull up my barber dry sand notebook with my notes.
0: Same. <laughs> I have mine too. Okay. I would never speak to this person again. It is so disrespectful. And I find the women's reactions to it to be absurd. They're like, yeah, Charlotte, you have a lot of bone in ya. I'm like, this woman was just assaulted with words while well, he was to be inside fair, that's of in her in response
1: to her asking do you think i'm a whore that's not about what he said i
0: know but they they were like you know and carrie does her my my one of my least favorite thing that things that carrie does is calls charlotte sweetie she doesn't call anyone else that she only calls charlotte that and i find it sweet. well charlotte is a
1: sweetie it's
0: so frustrating because she doesn't she says it's so kind of sin. she's like well sweetie
1: like, I don't know. I disagree there. I think she said I it in hate a nice it. way.
0: I hate it. I think it's so condescending. And if my friend was telling me that a man that was still inside of her called her a fucking bitch and a fucking whore, I would be like, you can't see him again.
1: I am truly with Carrie. He didn't say it like in public. He said it while they were having sex. I have a That's like here. so
0: intimate. And he's saying that?
1: My note here I heart Alexander, Alexander, my sensitive Dom.
0: Chris. You fucking bitch,
2: you fucking whore.
1: Yes.
0: Chris, he is a king,
1: an icon. He's got a point. Does he? He's an icon. He's a legend. And he is the moment. He's very sweet in person. But then he's got a little nasty side when he comes. I yeah, don't mind it. it. but then
0: own it. Then own your but nasty side. He doesn't side.
1: remember. It's just like instinctive to him. Like coming, on, like it's coming out of him. Just like what's coming out of his dick. I am into it. I found it hot.
0: I you fucking bitch. You fucking whore.
1: Yes, King.
0: I am sick over this because I find it so disgusting. And if he would like own it, if he was like, "Yeah, you fucking remember," and that's that's insane, Chris. How do you not
1: remember?
0: Yeah, but then he rolls over at the end and he's like, "Oh, I can't believe I said." I
1: think it's because Charlotte's such a (gasps) fucking asshole. Oh, she needs to just go along with it. No,
0: it doesn't make her feel comfortable.
1: Look, she was the 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 one in the in season two, I think, when During um what? when Miranda's dating that guy who wants the dirty talk, and she was like, "Oh yeah, I don't mind it. Come on, fucker, let's go, give it to me." <laughs> but you fucking bitch, you fucking whores, all app- apparently so bad. You are calling people fuckers left her? and right, big African American cock, big black dick in the last episode. Now all of a sudden she's got <laughs> standards. I have defended this woman left and right, you but you to have- be You're a with this man. This nice man, who just wants to say, you fucking bitch, you fucking whore, when he comes, I don't mind it. I think it's kind of hot. I'd be into it. Maybe now we've revealed too much about ourselves. You You. fucking bitch, you (laughs) fucking
0: whore! I would be so upset.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Look, I'm not saying it's for everyone. I am just saying I don't think it's a deal breaker, ladies. And also the way he responds and the fact that he, he says, by the way, he also, she may hate that, but he literally says he's the first man to say what Charlotte has wanted to hear from the giddy up of this show. You're the kind of woman I'd marry. She should, there. it's called compromise, sweetie. Uh,
0: okay. The first time it happened. I guess
1: I just called her sweetie. and Yeah, I
0: <laughs> exactly. Here's the thing. The first time it happened, I would never see him again. So the fact that she gave him another chance and talked to him about it, I mean, maybe she should know that that's like what she's getting herself into.
1: And it's not like he's even deeply aggressive. He just says it right when he comes. I don't know. I didn't think it was that bad. If anything, I'd be like, let's get that going throughout the whole of the night, buddy. You fucking <laughs>
2: bitch! You
0: fucking whore! I'm truly being waterboarded by insanity
1: oh I don't know I, I I was I laughed
0: you were laughing
1: I, I laughed I I I loved this storyline
0: I do love a little bit like the ladies at breakfast or lunch or whatever I never know what time of day
1: they're eating I think we're to believe it's always it's brunch. like it's brunch
0: okay, the, okay this is
1: their Sunday I've always imagined 11 to 1 okay I, okay, I support that. My main thing is that they're never drinking at brunch.
0: Ever. They don't really get drunk together, really.
1: That's, like, a big thing, though, in the, um, in, like, 90s television and then culture shifted. Like, if you think of, like, Friends or Seinfeld, they're always hanging out in, like, um, coffee shops and. Yeah. But then, like television shifted and now it's like if you don't have enough if your characters aren't constantly drinking it's not you know representative of real life and I say that as someone you know halfway God. through a glass of wine yeah <laughs> And that that glass of wine was filled to the brim
0: it it sure was
1: <laughs> should we move on to Sam yeah because I so I don't know I love Alexander Limley I know you do All right. you oh.
0: fucking bitch you fucking whore
1: Yes, Chris, <laughs> uh, keep that on the soundboard forever. <laughs> well, speaking of a fucking bitch and a fucking whore, yeah. Samantha is fucking left and right, and she invites fucking a man over at two a.m. <clears throat> Now, Samantha's a career woman, and I am inspired by her vigor. Like, if I had to be up at 2 a.m. and run my own business, we don't know if it's a week. I guess we know it to be a Saturday night because they Mm -hmm. have brunch the next day. Yes. So she has this man over, and he lets in a criminal (laughs) who robs a woman at gunpoint. (laughs) And from what we see later, assaults her. She she has an eye patch. (laughs)
0: I know she had the biggest piece of gauze. It was giving quad on married to medicine. <laughs> no, we'll get
1: we'll, we'll get we'll get to like that later. Yeah, but um, we have an amazing montage that's so rare for Sex and the City, at least at this point, mm-hmm. of Samantha hooking up on her elevator. And we need to talk about these men.
0: Oh, I was very <laughs> like, we need to talk about Kevin later. I we was need to very talk about attracted to one of them.
1: I hope it was not the weird rocker
0: It was? <laughs> he
1: uh, uh, now later on we will find out that samantha once blew i think steven tyler she says to the nun it's either like steven tyler or mick jagger it's like an old rocker
0: I, yeah yeah
1: um you know what i'm talking about in the yes. breast cancer office in season six yes i do so we see, so we meet the weird, weird rocker. He was disgusting to me.
0: I was so attracted to him.
1: I was very attracted to Sam when she was hooking up with the trainer slash guy from the gym and she had <gasps> her hot. thong out. Yeah. She, she looked amazing. <laughs> so,
0: we don't discuss it enough, but Sam Jones her body is fucking banging i mean like, i
1: also went back and watched season one and when she comes that when she strolls out of samantha's um charlotte's apartment and hooks up with tommy the doorman and rips open her um like jacket and then is just in, like lingerie that wouldn't have yeah. made sense underneath of her outfit earlier literally at all
0: but uh, we're going with it because she looked hot
1: amazing
0: yeah her body's sick
1: but then it cuts to her in the elevator with a woman giving a handjob to a man in a suit. Now, I was very attracted to that man. Oh, okay. He was my fucking bitch, my fucking whore.
0: I was very attracted to the rocker. I loved his glasses and his scarf. He, he just was had a so upsetting to me. <laughs> he just had a really nice confidence. If you want
2: to say something about me, say it to my face. You're bad for the building. What? You have too many visitors. There are always men in the hall. I got robbed because of you. Tort! I can't close my left eye! They practically chased me with torches like I was fucking Stein. Oh, relax. They can't evict you for having sex. Oh, of course not. They're just jealous. They're a bunch of dried-up old farts who haven't had sex since Eisenhower, and I remind them of what they can
1: have. It might be time to move.
2: No, you can't move. You
0: have a rent control department on the Upper East Side. Honey,
1: this isn't rent control. This is life control. What did you think of the building wanting Samantha out due to her sexual activity?
0: It's not due to her sexual activity. It's the fact that, like, he was a criminal.
1: No, the man who she hooked up with didn't do it. It was, yes, he just he let did. someone in. <gasps> No, if oh, you, wow. in the little video that they show. Oh, you on see
0: the, someone sneak you behind You see there's
1: someone who comes in after him. It wasn't the dude who, it wasn't the dude who came inside of oh. Samantha, as Carrie puts it, which is gross.
0: Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, I get it a little bit. Like, a woman was assaulted and robbed. to the. But point it's not her fault. If you
1: know whose fault it is. It's the doorman's to quote Seinfeld, the, as we were talking earlier the, with producer who, Cam.
0: The tall man. Um, Well, you kind of reframed the whole episode for me. It seems you didn't
1: simply understand the episode. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think so, Samantha would have felt I, a little bit worse had she known it was the man she and also let's be clear how is Samantha pulling these men outside of apps at 2am this is before texting so did she call Rolodex, him
0: maybe? yeah she sure did think of the confidence that you have to have as a, just to call someone and have them come over
1: I can barely send a text message like that
0: I can barely, I can barely function I don't know how she did it I applaud her
1: and you, yeah, like, have to get a man on the horn and, like, hope that he's up, that he's Answers. home, awake, and ready and willing to come. I mean. What a queen.
0: Her power.
1: But they basically yell at her, and then she decides she's got to give up her rent-controlled apartment in this beautiful building, I believe on the Upper East Side. And she decides to move to the meatpacking district, and she takes that bed, <sighs> That bed. That bed and um Thanks. she also brings in transphobia for the first time on the show
0: yeah i was gonna say that is coming for us so we had the bisexual episode we got the episode i, I with- guess i
1: appreciate them layering it and preparing us for the transphobia in the season finale it's it's coming it's coming um you know who i think about a lot who won't see him for many episodes chip kilkenny He's the, like, stockbroker she dates in the first episode of season six who's in a Hummer. And oh. inexplicably parks his car to just, like, right outside the building.
0: And he goes to prison? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God.
1: Chip Kilkenny is, like, the peak when they were truly just picking, like, men who Hot. look exactly like gay porn stars to be on the show.
0: He was, he is literally, like, what every man in, like, 2000 looked like. Who had a Hummer. Like that's the man you you're thinking of. It's Chip.
1: I love Chip Kilkenny. Chip,
0: the guy that gets arrested for insider training or trading.
1: Yes. While Samantha's literally on top of him.
0: And she's like, excuse me, <laughs> can I help and you? And I
1: believe like a like the like the um worker in the building. I sound like Ramona Singer, a worker in the building. <laughs> yeah. Or no, what did she say? Helper. Helper. Which, Because they help us lead a better life, which honestly, in some ways, is the best example of, like, why we pay people Mm -hmm. to help. It's why I go to restaurants. The restaurant helps helps me lead a better life.
0: Absolutely. I don't make my own food. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, we have to get into another week of my least favorite program on television, the Miranda and Steve show. It's domestic hell.
0: We're not at Skid Marks yet.
1: But we're barreling towards it. And frankly, each episode, I just want everyone who listens to this podcast, you shorties, to know that I feel that by revisiting this podcast and having revisiting the show through the lens of the podcast, Mm -hmm. and now having rewatched it just like that, all of you are fucking idiots who are like, this isn't Steve. Steve knows how to do this. He would never. He's such a great guy. Steve is an idiot. (laughs) He He is a child. He's a dum-dum. <clears throat>
0: he really I, I you know I've been trying to defend Steve, Chris. I try. But,
1: but it, this is the text of the show. We can't do anything but respond to what our eyes and ears are seeing.
0: And what my eyes and ears are saying is this <laughs> man has the brain of a teletubby. He is a fucking. How dare
1: you disrespect like that?
0: the conversation between him and miranda it like hurt my head i was just like oh my god this man is a fucking loser i can't
1: no so it's yeah it, basically the storyline miranda's personal storyline begins with the reveal she has um chlamydia, chlamydia? yeah yeah that she has chlamydia and she tells carrie and then she has to tell steve
0: i can't tonight i have chlamydia
2: I don't even know what that is, but it sounds like a problem.
0: It's, um... It's not a big deal. It's just a... sexually transmitted disease. And I might have given it to you, or you might have given it to me.
2: Bah, boom.
0: Look, either way, you should probably get
2: tested. Ah, I'm afraid of doctors. I don't even have one anymore.
0: Well, go to the free clinic. Whatever.
2: Oh. What's going to happen to me? I mean, does it hurt when you pee or something? No.
0: Men are just carriers. There aren't any symptoms at all.
2: Then why do I need to know?
0: (laughs) Because if you don't get treated, you could pass it on to other people.
2: But you're my only other person, and you already have it.
0: Yeah, but see, if you've got it, we'll just keep passing it back and forth. Plus, I'd rather not sleep with you until this thing is out of my body, and I've got six more days of antibiotics, so... Would you please just go take care of it? Just go. Get it over with.
1: And we need to talk about Steve's understanding of sexual health.
0: Just health in general, it seems.
1: First of all, I have written here, this is why we need Medicare for all. For people like Steve.
0: We need universal health care.
1: For a very clear reason. I'm concerned. He's like, I don't have a doctor. And then Miranda's like, just go to the free clinic. Can't she pay out of pocket for this man? And then he goes,
0: "Why do I need to know?" How? (laughs) And she's like, "Huh?" And he's like, "I mean, we're only seeing each other." He. It's this is also
1: perhaps um, a mark against our public school system. I don't know that um, in Queens they have health class. I mean, my health class in high school was basically only about how if you have sex once, you're going to get every STD.
0: Mine was just about like don't eat a lot of chips. Like Seems we didn't like, talk about. We failed
1: on both parts, clearly. <laughs> both, both Detroit and Baltimore school system, <laughs> and I should say just that I've like you know fucked around. I've I've actually, and you know my boss did say to me recently in a shocking manner, surprising to me, you've never had an nasty day.
2: You fucking bitch! You <laughs> fucking whore!
1: Hey, keep it coming.
0: <laughs> oh, Steve is just, and then Miranda's like. But then we'll be passing it back and forth. And he's just like, I don't know why that's a problem. Steve, you don't know why that's you're
1: a my problem. Only, you're the only person I'm doing it with. So, um, why well, I gotta get my dick swabbed?
0: And when he sees that little cotton ball or no. cotton <laughs> okay, that he's like, I can't talk- even clean my ears anymore. We
1: gotta talk about What's going on with the music in this episode? And I know I brought up the White Lotus last week, but there's a lot of like um, jungle music playing throughout a this lot, episode. a lot of drums. Why? I don't know. How? <laughs> D- when? the
0: city is a jungle,
1: but that's not the theme of this episode. I know
0: it's not. I don't. I can't figure it out. And it's like, oh, it's well, almost as bad as that crazy. episode that
1: kept playing like
0: that fucking episode. I hate that
1: episode. Well, that's the episode. Isn't that the episode where we meet your man? Um, Tweety Bird? It is. Oh, yeah.
0: We're all freaks. Yeah.
1: Yes. The freak show. God, fuck that guy, too. Only guy worse on the show than Steve is Tweety Bird. Now, what it also leads to is Miranda has to call all of her previous sexual partners and so I also want to talk about the show's understanding of sexual health if you contract an STD or STI or whatever we're calling them now you only have to call the people you've slept with I believe in the last several months now she makes a list of all 42 men she slept with (laughs) including simply guy from the deli
0: was it always like that?
1: I don't know if that's like a more modern because I wasn't fucking in 2000 (laughs) (laughs) but at the tender age of like 12 (laughs) but like it is i don't think it was ever you need to make a list and literally call everyone now thank god that there are now you just hand that list of numbers off to someone and they deal with that for you yep god bless so she has to call so this is a poor representation of that um at least in a modern context but i would imagine also in 2000 they knew enough to be like yeah no you didn't get this when you first had sex at the age of like 16 you don't need to call that guy
0: you don't need to call the guy from the deli
1: yeah but ultimately she finds out she got it from kevin who we met back in season two episode 14 he's the angry lawyer (sighs) and i was He's very happy to see him asshole. i'd forgotten how attracted i was to him oh
0: my god we could not be on different pages more on different pages today i know when guys, i saw him and he goes go back, what do you want i was like jesus go back to the
1: log. i think sam and i both liked his angry energy in the original episode
0: i did but this felt so aggressive i was like oh my god and he was like what do you want i was like and it's oh look my it's
1: god. not great that he didn't call
0: no, he wasn't fucking. He's busy. He just made partner. It. He's he's so busy.
1: <laughs> he's such an asshole. He's awful. I'm still looking forward to my favorite Miranda boyfriend, um, who we only see in two episodes, Walker.
0: Remember him? What does he do? He,
1: he he and Miranda have sex while she's pregnant.
0: <gasps> oh my God, I love him.
1: And then he comes yes. back and they try to have sex on the couch, but Brady's crying. There's a
0: baby. Yeah, and then she was like, I only need one man in my life. And it's Brady.
1: I don't think Miranda says that. I think she's actually quite upset that they can't finish fucking.
0: She is, and then but then she goes in his room and she looks at him and she's like, Oh.
1: Yeah, I but I don't think son. she literally says, I only need Miranda Hobbs. Rambo ain't saying some shit like that. Not the Rambo. She's I not
0: Rambo know. yet.
1: Oh, she's Rambo. She been Rambo. She Rambo. We like to forget that Miranda been Rambo.
0: When she's like so horny and drunk in the hallway with that cop,
1: how like, <laughs> was Rambo. Yeah,
0: that was Rambo.
1: Rambo. Rambo didn't start on that plane to Cleveland. Rambo been round. <laughs> But then Miranda and Steve discussed their numbers. Did you feel like 42 was... Um, what did you think about landing at the number 42 for Miranda? I
0: feel like that's like a normal number. For,
1: and then like for Steve, just like woman. a lot more. Yeah, that's what she said, I'm a Barton and I'm cute. And I, I thought, why don't you run a goddamn comb through your hair?
0: <laughs> you fucking bitch! You fucking
1: whore! Yeah
0: i listen i think her numbers like that seems accurate and normal and like whatever but like you know it is different for guys unfortunately and it shouldn't be but i can see him fucking a lot of girls if he's a bartender in new york city
1: i thought that note though that we ended that storyline on the difference between how a sexually experienced man would be treated against a woman yeah In an episode all about that on a show like Sex and the City, you'd think that would have not been a footnote, but instead actually explored. Like, I feel like perhaps a better use of Samantha's time would have been... There's an episode where Samantha will meet a man who Carrie describes as the male Samantha, Samantha, and then he wants her to get an HIV test. Mm -hmm. I think that, honestly, having a kind of quote-unquote male Samantha Brought into this episode And then maybe he doesn't want to have sex With Samantha because he's like oh you're Slutty
0: yeah
1: but then He's exactly like her and then she has To exp- like you know give a little monologue Like fuck you dude
0: Yeah <laughs> fuck That would have been
1: a that would have Been like a nice way to explain to Actually explore this idea of the difference Between how men and women are treated I just Thought it was a strange like button on It that if we're going to and
0: nothing Was like really it, right
1: we should explore it.
0: Yeah, it wasn't really explored at all. It was just said.
1: And, and also, he like, oh. by a comb. I'm sorry. It, you hated Skipper's hair. It's the same like blob of pubes atop that Irish Catholic head. It is not. I hate that guy. I, I really. I'm like, where is Skipper? Get him back. Oh my God. I hate that fucking
0: little worm.
1: Should we get into Carrie? Yes,
0: please. I have a bone to pick with Aiden's fashions.
1: Well, you know I'm not going to oppose to that.
0: <laughs> I just have written down, shiny leather jackets make me sick. They were a trend in the early aughts, and they were like this strange, like weird, black, shiny leather material that Dean wore in Gilmore Girls in the early days, and I hate it. And the way that they're just like hanging on their bodies. And they're so it's limp. Just- I that's what i mean it's like blech, like there's nothing it's disgusting i'm not into it they're fucking in the doorway well not they're not actually yeah they're making Karen, it
1: out. they've been dating for a week and Aiden a week and a half sorry yeah 10 days and aiden keeps leaving noting that he has to walk his dog now, what I want to... Oh, no, I'm sorry. He has to feed the dog. Now, this is New York City, where everything tends to start a little bit later. Yeah. He should have fed his dog before he left the house and not need to feed him until the next morning, so that doesn't make any sense.
0: He's probably not a good planner.
1: I, I'm like, this guy is such a clown. But he's leave, they're kissing, and then he's leaving, leaving Carrie frustrated and confused. And Carrie, she she snaps. <laughs> Snaps. And she then Aiden shares a lot his little new philosophy about what he's doing in dating.
2: What's going on up there? Do you just want to be friends? I don't know. Is that how you kiss your friends? So why don't you want to sleep with me? I mean, whatever it is, I'd rather know sooner than later. I do want to sleep with you. I do. Look at you. But I've been down that road before. I've slept with women quickly, and I'm still single. So my new thing is, I just want to try to sleep with somebody I care about. I really think that I could care about you. And it's only been a week and a half. Don't people
1: date anymore? What'd you think of it?
0: Of his philosophy? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought it was strange that he would, like, share that with her. Like, almost like, this is a guinea pig, like, you're my guinea pig. And I just, I didn't like that.
1: I'm trying this new thing. I'm like, can you shut the fuck up? I hate this guy.
0: (laughs) And she's like, and he's like, I only want to sleep with someone I care about. And she's like...
1: So do you See, not care about me? Right. She's like, said.
0: and he's like, and I think I could really care about you. It's mean, 10 I, days.
1: I do appreciate that it throws Carrie into this idea that she's forgotten about romance. Because yeah. I think that that is um, an interesting idea to explore. Um, not to bring up a um, character who I like a lot more and then the storyline will be explored better later. A alexander Petrovsky in the episode where she's forgotten about the ick factor i believe from yes. season six where she is overwhelmed it's like he's by romantic her. yeah much better execution of this idea
0: well he's also way more romantic he wrote a fucking song for her aiden threw of her a bubble bath
1: what was the the lady with the eyes that sparkle I, yes <laughs> my king okay but and then he
0: like buys her that dress like he's oh, so romantic yeah that
1: he, I mean, oh God, in that apartment! What a oh, God, sure. And when he's in his like weird little room, like saw, song... like first of all, his the way they conceive of him just as a. So we need to create a segment called the Alexander Petrovsky aside, because <laughs> as we get closer, he's all I'm thinking of.
0: Yeah, we love him.
1: His art is wild. It's just like lights, but then like he's got like a like fucking saw and like
0: he's like an industrial art. Okay, we're not talking about him right now. We got to talk about Aiden. Any chance we get to not not talk talk about about Aiden?
1: Aiden?
0: Yeah. Um,
1: she snaps,
0: and I I think that that's so strange. Well, I don't know. But I felt that. I felt that energy. That's very me. My boyfriend and I got into our first fight about Taylor Swift um over the weekend and I pulled a carry. All is well.
1: I, I do dislike the idea that he knocked back on the door. Like if I slammed the door in your face, leave. But and she all, but, really want No, that. I should also add that maybe Carrie wanted him to knock. I would yes. if he because she opened the door, I wouldn't have opened the door. At best I would have texted him and said, No no, thank you.
0: At Okay, but as a dizzy carry, you 100% shut the door so that he can knock on the door so that you can open the door again.
1: How passive aggressive and just be honest about mentally what
0: you ill. Want. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so if I ever close the door on you, it means like I'm actually I'm no longer re- requesting space; I am demanding it.
0: Wow, you're you mean business. I, on the other hand,
1: <laughs> nothing but jokes. Yeah, <laughs> clownery.
0: Clownery. <laughs>
1: But then he comes over with beer and takeout and they watch Zorro. (laughs) Now, not to compare this man to her other gentleman. Mm. But the idea that Mr. Big would ever (laughs) show up with a fucking six pack, which Carrie doesn't drink beer, buddy. Bring over some wine, a bottle of vodka. I mean, I guess we've seen her drink beer on occasion with the girls. But I also feel like that was when it was they specifically were like, she has no money
0: yeah and Zoro
1: I guess was Zoro hot then? <laughs>
0: like I don't know if it was hot. I the feel movie like it was
1: tricked just... everyone into thinking Catherine Zeta Jones, and we'll talk about her in a second was Latinx <laughs> to this day, yeah. people are like, like guys, she's just a Welsh white woman,
0: yeah, she's, <laughs> she's not, Chill. yeah, it was a strange choice. i what movie do you think he's sh- what movie do you think that he should have read over?
1: Let's see. What year did this episode come out? Let's.
0: I'm gonna say like 2000.
1: We're in 2000. Let's just do top movies of the year 2000.
0: Okay. Wasn't like this is actually like the best
1: year. People argue this is the best year for movies of all of ever. What? They say that. Uh, Yeah, it's. I think there's a book about it. I that I read and don't remember any of. (laughs) We've got Requiem for a Dream. Billy Elliot i hated billy elliott gladiator memento castaway a movie called nine queens chocolate he should have brought Chocolat. i could mm-hmm. see carrie she loves like french things
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah Still,
1: what lies beneath who doesn't like to stare at Harrison ford and michelle pfeiffer
0: I think they needed to drive home the point that he was like, Catherine Zeta is so hot.
1: Okay, but we need to talk about that. Because he says, I don't care what anyone says. Catherine Zeta-Jones is hot. Who the fuck was saying that Catherine <laughs> Zeta-Jones isn't hot?
0: Clowns.
1: Aiden, this she's is beautiful. up.
0: Yeah, it's not like, like who's someone that That's people are on the fence
1: about? See, she gave <laughs> Michael Douglas throat cancer. Remember when he said that? One of the wilder things that's ever been said.
0: What? You have to repeat yourself.
1: Michael Douglas when he came out and said he had throat cancer claimed it was because he had given too much cunnilingus.
0: You
2: fucking bitch! You fucking whore!
1: In that case, the fucking bitch, the fucking whore is Michael Douglas. King of the 1980s sexual...
0: Remember when they wheeled his dad out on the stage... That was, Catherine Zeta did that.
1: That was tough. Yeah. <sighs> um, I did kind of like that scene though of the the kind of volley between girlfriend, friend, friend.
0: I yeah, and I feel I've like that's there. a
1: nice. Um, I like the scenes in which the, the on occasion the show will all use voiceover not for plot but to really center us in Carrie's head. Yeah. And I and I like that, and I thought it was very relatable. Those that kind of early dating when you're not a hundred percent sure yes. what every single thing is. Yeah. Um. Luckily, through therapy, um, and uh, several bouts of SSRIs, I've calmed that part of my brain. And- Same. But it can go off on occasion.
0: Yeah, I remember I dated a guy. Briefly, but I didn't know if we were like just friends or not because like we all we hadn't like hooked up and like he would call me call me by like my name a lot. He
1: call me he call you by your name. <laughs> yeah, what and I Timothy thought that, that was going on, and I thought
0: that that was so strange. I was like, why do you say my name all the time? And he was like, what? And I was like, I wish our camera
1: had not gone through that. You know what? That's a <laughs> that's a tough thing to say, and I'm not gonna cut it. I'm just going to say that obviously his victims are more important than my desire to watch Call Me By Your Name. Uh
0: Uh-huh.
1: yeah. And I'll find my way back to that movie one day, and those victims should find their way to inner peace, and he should be in jail. Instead, is he – I believe you said to me recently he's selling condos.
0: He is selling timeshares in, like, the Dominican Republic or something.
1: (laughs) And um, honestly, that might be worse than jail.
0: And I'm confused because he has so much family money, so, like, did he get cut off –
1: I don't know dude that if you like a wild read everyone go read I believe it was Vanity Fair article about the Hammer family
0: it's nuts it,
1: it's one of the more dark side of things I've ever read yeah it's bad it's where bad. were we oh we're talking about the, the thing the that I wrote I would literally murder this man about
0: <laughs> what
1: and I want to be very clear oh boy to everyone listening who would ever like to date me which is no one listening If I am at your home or you are at my home, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and you go into the bathroom and draw me a bath, put on candles, and play opera music, I will grab you by the throat and choke (laughs) life out of your body. (laughs) You're not That is a solo activity. Perhaps had they layered in Carrie saying, like... I had a really long day, but I'm so excited you're here. So that he felt like he needed to d- tend to her. Yeah. But if a man went into my bathroom for 30 minutes
0: after watching Zorro,
1: and she truly thinks he's just taking a shit, <laughs> and she is <says, laughs> so comfortable at this point, she calls Charlotte and is just talking about it.
0: Yeah, and, and she's, she's like, like "I'm big, writing. This is
1: not a big apartment. We are going to hear people fucking in uh, just a few years from now. Not Low, even 17 years fingering." And also, there's not a chance in hell Aiden Shaw knows how to draw a bath properly.
0: How does one draw a, bra- a bath properly?
1: Well, you need. Pro- you, well, it, it, do you not know how?
0: I'm. Conf- what do you mean properly? Isn't it just water?
1: Well, he first and foremost. No, a, yes, a bath is water. But if okay. you would like it to be proper, you need bath salts and. You can go even for bath salts, bombs. Like, you don't just want to sit in a pile of water. That's okay. not I was just cu-
0: I was just curious. Yeah, I think he was... threw
1: in, like, so he went and grabbed her dish soap. Yeah, he probably got her kosher salt and just. I don't even think he did. I don't think there was salt. I think he truly grabbed her dish soap, pour a little in. I don't think he's monitoring the temperature of the water because you want to fluctuate between hot and cold as you're drawing a bath.
0: Okay. Starting I, with a layer
1: know. of hot, of course, and then adding some cold into your temperature.
0: Okay. <laughs> I mean...
1: I don't think the candles were probably scented.
0: And also, I, where did he... Did
1: he bring those candles?
0: He found them in her bathroom. He and found he, it all he, in she,
1: there. He doesn't know what wick she's on. Does she want them lit? Was she holding that for a minute? I am sorry. This is disrespectful.
0: But calling you a fucking bitch and fucking words just not?
1: Not while you're inside me. Wow.
0: Guys, he's so layered. They're so complex. Um, I just think the, the thing that I thought was weird is like you said, like she didn't mention that we know of that she had like a long day. She was tired, whatever. My thing was. And hold on. My... Before
1: you keep going, uh-huh. if he feels she's like, you need a little something good to relax. If he wants that, then dick her down.
0: He doesn't want him. He cares about her. And he doesn't want to. He doesn't I'm want
1: so her. So tired of this guy.
0: Well, I'm just thinking, like, I would feel strange laying, you think, sitting sitting in a bathtub.
1: Oh my God, we've just talked about that. When she's literally in the bathtub Uh and he walks out and then, like, stops and is like, hey. I, I just know. wanted to take another look at you.
0: Like, what the stars
1: are going it, on?
0: And she's like, it's a really big tub for such a little person. I'm like, Carrie, that's a
1: tiny fucking tub. It's a, and tiny tub. a big
0: ass <laughs> and man. He's
1: six, eight if he's a day. <laughs> he's
0: huge. And I'm just thinking of like, him having to like, go into the bed. He comes back into the bathroom. He has to take his clothes off in front of her. He's probably got a shriveled little dick. Like, and then he gets in the tub. It's just very strange.
1: Or at the very least, there was some transition. He was kind of turned on. So yeah. maybe he was a little hard. Then he gets in. It shrivels. I'm like, the mechanics uh, of this for two people who have not had sex.
0: It's awful. It's really painful. And just I thinking think they of,
1: think it's kind of hot. But yeah. to your point, Carrie Bradshaw does not have the tub in her home to make this sexy. No. This is not Derek and Meredith in their bathtub at home.
0: No. No. That this
1: inexplicable is... bathtub that actually doesn't make sense in that house.
0: This is a tiny tub. We're we're in a studio apartment.
1: We're in a studio apartment in like Manhattan. We're mm-hmm. not taking baths.
0: Mm-mm. No 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 his <sighs> and big ass came, gets Oh in. my
1: god and when it cut to him in those disgusting little necklaces.
0: <laughs> With his wet I no, I know exactly <laughs> It looks i
1: thick. almost had to turn the tv off like i did when i heard big black pussy last week
0: i know it's bad i hated that they were like it was like they were soaking those leather straps <sighs> but
1: mm-hmm. then so they go out again and the evening ends with aiden saying i made like plans with the dog and now i can come in So, also, Aiden is playing, like, games, because, like, just tell her at the beginning. Like, I I just, I don't know. I don't like this guy.
0: He's surprising her with sex.
1: Which we both agreed last week is probably bad.
0: Yeah. Like, it's weird. It's weird that he's making it, like, this big deal. I don't get it. Why does it have to be a big deal?
1: I will say, though, that it is wild that after 10 days, she's like, why haven't we fucked? It's like, can you chill? (laughs)
0: But I'm getting the impression that they've hung out a lot, so she's probably know, like no, that. Like ten days, gone days is like truly
1: ten dates. Like they've yeah. been together every day. Yeah. Um. So it does feel like they've hung a lot. And look, I, you know, I'm of the biggest proponent of just fucking on the first date and calling it. Most of my first dates are just sex.
0: Do you see? Do you then, date them after?
1: I don't know if it's like, was the sex good? Did, did you like laugh at my little joke I made as I was heading out the door? Then maybe I'll text you back.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: But they're, like, comfortable the next day. And I think the weakness of this episode is really shown in the fact that, like, there isn't even, like, a clear ending to it. Like, right. the mon- like there's not even a monologue, really, for us to play, summating the episode. She just talks about it being a clean slate. And I'm like, if this is the clean slate, sweetie, return it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you heard it from Chris Lewis
1: should we talk about the fashion
0: yeah i i don't have anything i love fashion wise i do have I, something i hate i wonder it if it's is, the
1: same thing so tell me
0: it is that outfit that carrie wears on her walk with miranda it's R- refresh red my it's red pants and a oh wait no i loved this it. and the white shirt French coat it was giving miss america
1: Is it what she's wearing when she's typing oddly on the chair, like in the most uncomfortable position? Mm. I think it's right after that. I didn't mind that. I did think it was odd. What I hated, did you note in the opening of this episode, Carrie is wearing a bejeweled skirt with slits as high as Samantha's last. I thought it was so hot that bejeweled skirt i loved it was one of the worst things that i've ever seen he was waiter.
0: like reaching his hand up there i was like this is hot that was it hot. Made,
1: i mean i i like it from the sense that she's basically saying um fuck me
0: yeah
1: <laughs> um mm-hmm. what i didn't love and i think would have been a nice callback had she worn Warren... the naked dress instead yes. of a dress that is the very same silhouette but yeah. not nude um and I will say one thing I do appreciate that the show is doing visually is is that Aiden is very much situated in Carrie's domestic space. Like, I don't know that we see Aiden's apartment ever fully. We see her at the door of it, I think, in a few episodes yeah. after she hangs out with the girls and tells Samantha about the affair. But he, I don't know that we ever go in there.
0: Yeah, I feel like she goes to his, like, workshop.
1: Yeah, like we very. We don't, I don't see his so apartment. He is intruding on her, yeah, space. She is the Mrs. Big.
0: <sighs> she is being the Mrs. Big.
1: Um, I loved Sam's red print dress when she's giving the guy a hand job in the elevator. I thought it was hot.
0: I liked her, like all, I think it was all that pink,
1: purple, or
0: purple. Was it pink that- or purple?
1: purple Sarah, Sarah Michelle Gellar is Daphne. Get yes.
0: Up. I loved it. I thought it was so fun. Miranda's a flop. She was wearing a
1: strange armless turtleneck to yeah, call her.
0: They make her look fucking bonkers. They do. Know, they do look so her, dirty.
1: she's gonna wear some great clothes coming up.
0: I don't remember her old suits in like season 1.
1: Oof. That was when they were like she's a lawyer. She's serious. Now yeah. they're like she's a hostage in this relationship with Steve. <laughs> What did you think of the men, Alexander, Samantha's Elevator Guys, if you can choose from them, Kevin, Steve, or Aiden?
0: I would choose The Rocker.
1: <laughs> I mean, I think we know who I'm going and with, but I want to give know. an honorable mention to one man. To who? The hot doctor who slobs Steve. Go back and look at him. He had a lot going on. I thought he was quite attractive.
0: Well, he also was like, this man's a fucking idiot.
1: He was like, "Um, uh, uh, I think this is like a Jack with Jennifer Lopez situation. This man is not well.
0: Yeah, it was very weird.
1: But let's talk. But uh, clearly, you know, Alexander Limley. He's going right up there in the halls of the great men of this show with Capote Duncan. Kevin, our mental health king. Bradley (laughs) Migo. Alexander Lumley.
2: You fucking bitch! You fucking whore!
0: I hate, hate, hate.
1: Do you have I any hot up? This one.
0: Do you have hot takes? Yeah. I mean, I feel silly that I didn't fully grasp um, in the moment while I was watching what was going on with Samantha and her and her man. Um, <laughs> I feel really dumb. <laughs> um so yeah
1: i think my hot take would be that as many complaints as i had about this episode it's one of those strange one-off episodes of sex in the city that i love like i every single i watched it maybe three times in preparation for this Mm -hmm. and each time i was perfectly happy with it being on
0: and chris can i tell you something right Uh before we started this episode you mm-hmm. said, this is going to be a short one because, you know, there's really not much to talk about. We've been We've recording been for an recording hour, 15
1: minutes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I so, thought we were going to be in and out in about 32.
0: You always, we always say that. Remember, what is the episode that we recorded a long time ago where we both were like, we fucking hated it. And by the end, we were like, actually, this is a really good episode.
1: <laughs> I feel like that's all of season one.
0: <laughs> Literally, that was us. Okay.
1: Um, what would you give this one out of 10?
0: I would give, a, give it a five.
1: I would honestly give this one a 7. I would watch it again right now. The only reason I wouldn't give it anything higher is, is that I just don't think there are real stakes in it. It's missing that kind of emotional humph I well, need from us, an Chris. episode of Sex and the City, but we're getting into that. Yeah, it's coming. Um, so yeah, 7 out of 10. Perfectly pleasant. Alexander Lumley, my absolute king, an iconic Sex and the City moment from him samantha's doing good stuff Uh uh-huh i continue to be honestly the negative three is just steve brady be a 10 out of 10 if you took steve out wow all right well thank you so much for listening we hope you'll join us again next week for our recap of season three episode seven drama queens and just (laughs) as an fyi Sam and I had totally forgotten that you meet Aiden, they're happy for one episode. Actually, I wouldn't even consider would you consider them happy in this episode?
0: They literally just started dating. They've known each other. For Big Big's showing
1: up next week, baby.
0: Yeah, he's back.
1: The affair doesn't start next week, but Big but is back.
0: He's lingering, he's wa- He's circling like...
1: He's watching her through opera glasses.
0: Oh my God, I love that scene, yeah. <laughs> it's so hot. I Talk about that. you
1: fucking bitch, you fucking whore. <laughs> Shout out to John James Preston. Well, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review Shortcomings wherever you listen to podcasts, and follow us online. I'm at C lewis 1219 on Instagram. Sam, where are you?
0: I'm at bravohistorian on Instagram, and I'm at Aloft on Twitter.
1: Cam, could we hear it one more time as we close out?
0: You
2: fucking bitch, you fucking whore! Bye! Bye! <laughs> A Huda Media Production.